Let me just give you some examples. I mean, just literally, I had some clients that were traveling over this COVID-19 pandemic, and I was able to get them an extra room complimentary. Welcome. You're listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast, where I provide valuable information to help busy professionals plan their next luxury vacation. I'm your host, Belvin Baldwin II. So let the planning begin. Hello, busy professionals, and welcome to episode number eight of the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss how to best use a travel agent. The reason I brought this topic up is because I always see the topic of why use a travel agent, but I never really have seen how to best use a travel agent. So what I wanted to do is just have a true candid conversation because I do hear out there, you know, I can book it myself. Why would I use a travel agent? And it's some things are understandable. You know, not every vacation may need a travel agent. So what I wanted to do in this episode, let's just get to the bottom. How to best use it, a, use a travel agent for your vacation. And I think with that understanding, you will better understand the ways to really move forward with your vacation planning process. So let's start off with the biggest misconception about a travel agent. I think the biggest misconception is that they are there just to book a trip. And by that thinking, you are already off on how to best use a travel agent. A travel agent is not for Booking. They're more for planning a vacation and designing a vacation. You don't come to a travel agent just to say, book me a trip. And that sometimes is the mindset of a of potential clients out there of travel agents. They they may come out and say, you know, just book me a trip. And that's the problem because Anybody can book a trip. You can go to any online uh, travel agency, Expedia, Orbitz, or whatever, if it's just that you just want to put a travel date in and book. The best way to use a travel agent is to come with a vision, um, an ideal, the emotions you want to experience, and have that travel agent design that vacation to meet your needs and goals. And that is one of the biggest misconceptions that they just book a trip. And that is farther, the farthest from the truth. Next. So I hear this question that a lot too is um, what's up with all these different names here. You guys are called travel agents, travel advisors, travel consultants. And you're right. I mean, there are a variety of different names out there now. And the reason why I'm going to give you kind of the inside the industry thinking is because the travel agent name has been synonymous with a booking agent. And that's where before the Internet came along and the communication uh, became easier. Some travel agents were just booking flights. Uh, it really wasn't that much of a design. They just 
took your information in and booked it. I think the travel industry is trying to get away from that description or that look. And that's why you are getting the name travel advisor, because, of course, they're advising you places where to go. What's the best way to meet your vacation goals? Or another one is called travel consultant. You know, basically, they're consulting you on planning your vacation and designing your vacation. So that is the reason why you're kind of seeing the different name changes out there. But keep in mind, everybody kind of knows that, you know, knows travel agent because of the name. But you will get to see more travel agents kind of using the the title or role of travel advisor, travel consultant. So now you know the difference. So now I'm going to kind of tell you what's the role of a travel agent. And the role is very simple. He or she is your inside contact, the plug for the travel industry. And with that being said, let me just give you some examples. I mean, just literally, I had some clients that were traveling over this COVID-19 pandemic, and I was able to get them an extra room complimentary. They did not know about that, and nor was it really advertised to the general public about this promotion. And that is the inside contacts that, you know, travel agents have. Not a lot of those promotions are really out to the general public. And the travel agent does a lot of training with a variety of different travel suppliers out there. So they know what's best for the customer. Another thing is so much stuff goes on behind the scenes that you guys do not know of. I mean, let me give you another example. So I had a client that was traveling to Hawaii and when they got there, they were actually in L.A. for a little bit. And then when they got to Hawaii, they went to check in and their reservation wasn't there, even though they had the documentation showing that their reservation, that their room was booked. Instead of panicking, they have an inside contact. They have me or a travel agent. They didn't have to worry about calling a 1-800 number, you know, this and that. They text me. It was late, but, you know, I'm their contact. So they text me because I think, yeah, it is a five hour time difference uh, between Hawaii and Atlanta, where I'm located. And they text me and say, hey, hey, Belvin, uh, it's not showing, uh, not showing us uh, here. And I'm like, well, do you have your reservation number? Yes. Two calls I made. Very simple. Within 20 minutes, they're already in their room and they're compensated for the wrongdoing. Not their fault. Not my fault. Sometimes things fall through the crack, but the client knew that they had an inside contact and they really wasn't worried. They knew it was going to be taken care of. And that's the best thing is peace of mind when you're traveling. Sometimes things come up. It's beyond somebody's control, but it's always good to have that that contact in the industry that you know that you can go to because not only does the client have an inside contact, if you have a good travel advisor, They have a network of contacts. I mean, for example, you know, all across the world, all across the world where they have people they can contact and say, what's going on? I got some important clients. I need your help. And it doesn't matter. 24 hours, whatever. It happens. And that is a good reason. And one of the great roles of a travel advisor is just knowing that you have that contact. And, you know, you really have you're not just the client. Our travelers, just not a number. That's your personal 
client and you take care of them that way. So just keeping in mind when you do have that, you know, you do hire a travel advisor and I'm using the word hire because that's what you do. You hire a travel advisor. That's your personal inside contact. So you just look at it that way. When you hire a travel advisor, you're hiring a personal plug or industry contact who can help you out, not only in designing it, but assisting in if something comes up. So that is a good, that's pretty much bottom line, the role of a travel agent. Now you heard the word hire in that last description of the role, right? Just be on the lookout if you don't know already, but as of, you know, you're going to see that a lot of travel advisors are going to ask for a service fee up front. I mean, I personally already charge a service fee for my services up front. And you're going to see a lot of a lot of advisors are doing this because it takes time to plan a vacation and design a vacation and also service a vacation during the process and during the vacation. It is a very time consuming a job and it takes a lot of training to do this. Some of your travel advisors are going to be specialists in certain destinations or on certain properties or with certain suppliers, and they have to do a lot of training to get those certifications. They're going to basically charge for their services. No, it's no difference from uh, an accountant or an attorney or anybody with a business. You pay for the service and then you get the job. So that's where it comes into hiring because what you're going to see, especially after this COVID-19 pandemic, where a lot of different travel advisors who weren't charging service fees were basically on the phone for hours working for nothing. Basically, they were working to cancel reservations to lose money. Just imagine that. So you're on the phone hours and hours in working hard to help a client, knowing that you're not going to even get compensated at all. No money's coming in. You're working to lose money. And that was the case for many travel advisors or travel agency. I'm even mixing up the name. Travel. I'm just going to use the word travel agent as default. So that's what you were seeing with a lot of different travel agents out there during the, especially, you know, in the March timeframe, uh, just basically canceling, canceling trips and losing money. With that being said, I do not have a problem or an issue. And I think you as a listener client shouldn't have an issue either. For example, I, for me, if you use my services, we have a free consultation and that's just, uh, just like any service-based industry. We want to figure out if we're a good fit with one another. You know, can we meet your goals? Do we specialize in what you're looking for? And with that conversation, if we are, we feel that we're both a good fit. If you plan to hire, you pay a service fee and you pay that fee and then they the travel agent starts working and designing your vacation. And that's pretty much that. That's the way. If you're not seeing that from your travel agent now, believe you me, after this pandemic, they're going to start doing it, doing it in the future. It is a good thing because when you pay or hire a travel agent, that person is going to give you their full attention now. 
you're going to be uh, top of the line. You're going to get the personal attention you need. And that is what I feel is a good thing. And plus these travel uh, agents really work hard at their craft and they need to make sure that they're compensated up front because they're putting up a lot of work on the front end to make sure that everything is okay. And let me just keep it real with you. I mean, this is Belvin. So I'm just going to keep it 100% with you. I started charging service fees probably 10 years ago. And I think the industry is really just trying to, to they're catching up. And the reason I'm going to keep it real. I used to design when I first got into the industry, it's probably even been longer than 10 years. So I used to design a variety of different vacations. I mean, you're talking putting in the time hours, making the calls and everything like that. And what would happen is potential clients will use the template and vacation packages that I design and then leave me out and dry and book it themselves. And not only they would try to book it themselves, you wasted a lot of time, basically a lot of time and services for you to give that away for free or this, they will have you design a variety of different packages and you're trying to meet their needs and making all these calls and say, uh, now nah, I don't want to go. And <laughs> that was really draining the travel community because it, it takes a lot of work to design. And that's the reason, you know, a lot of people out there outsource this to travel agents because they don't want to do that design and work. They know how hard it is. And to do that without being compensated was really, really draining the industry. If you have a travel agent worth their weight and gold, believe you me, they are charging a service fee because it's not even that the for their time, which is should be, you know, for their time and services is because they trained hard to become the specialist or the top level that they are. And they should be compensated for that knowledge that they have, just like with any business or service. So that is something that you're going to see more and more in the travel industry. So you're probably like, Belvin, uh, you convinced me. Okay. Now, what do I need to have to best use a travel agent? With that being said, you're probably like, where would I find one? The best way is you're going to get referrals. I get probably the majority of my clients were referred to me. And that's how you usually get in touch with a good travel agent. They were referred. But if you don't know them or don't know who it is or, you know, you don't have any referrals, of course, you can do your Google search and do your research yourself. And the main thing is I would ask friends and family. Well, even if you do that Google search or get friends and family, it's best that you vet the travel agent. Ask for, you know, once you do find a, a, a travel agent, ask for referrals. It's OK. Ask for referrals. Ask them have they traveled to the destination before. And this is all in that free consultation. I tell you, this is before you even exchange money. Ask them. Are they a specialist in any type of thing? Are they a specialist for the destination? Do they have any certifications? Show me some video proof or anything of you going to that destination. Have you received any training with this particular hotel or supplier? 
ask a lot of questions to make sure that you are vetting that travel agent. And then once you feel comfortable enough, then you can move on with their services. So let's just say this. If you are happy, you vetted the the travel agent, you know, you paid your service fee and you're ready to move forward. Some things that you need to have to best use a travel agent is number one, you have to know a idea of where you want to go. You just can't say, Mr. Mrs. Travel Agent, I just want to go somewhere warm. But (laughs) I get this a lot. You just want to go somewhere warm. Okay, we have to narrow this down. So number one, pick your destination. You have to make a choice. Another thing, you have to know your travel dates. Not, uh, okay, I just, sometime in June. No, you, you have to narrow that down because that all affects the travel design. So you have to know, okay, I want to travel June 13th through the 20th. Those are specific dates. Now you can say I'm flexible. You may say, you know, I'm flexible. You know, instead of traveling on a Saturday, I can travel on a Thursday instead as long as it's seven days. That helps the travel agent narrow down some things. So you can't be vague in your description. Another thing you really want to do is you want to express your goals. What are you trying to feel? Am I trying to relax? Am I trying to turn up because it's a celebration? You really have to know what feelings you want to experience there. And that will help the travel agent design that vacation for you. So after all, given that travel agent, all the the detailed information, they usually will come with a proposal. And from that proposal, you will agree if you like to move forward. Before that proposal is even emailed or or delivered to you, you want to be ready to make a deposit, because if you're not ready to make a deposit, that travel agent can't hold that vacation for long. So with that being in mind, you have to have a budget. And that is something that I forgot to to talk about as well. You know, travel dates, destination, but you have to have a budget in the budget. I get asked, don't worry about the budget until you provide that proposal. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa. I thought, no, that's too high. Well, I thought you were, <laughs> you didn't give me a budget. So you have to give a budget and it doesn't have to be specific, but you want to give a range. What you want to do is tell your travel agent, if anything, what you're selling and kind of have the travel agent designed that vacation to stay within that ceiling. I understand sometimes you don't want to paint yourself in a corner with a budget, but what you want to do is at least give that agent a ceiling to have him work for you and get you the best value within that budget. And then once they come back with that vacation and give you that proposal, you got to have your deposit ready to lock it in because they're not, you know, the travel suppliers are in the business too. They can't hold that reservation in hopes that you will get back with them. They may hold it for one or two days. And then unless a deposit is made, all that work for the vacation, it may fall by the wayside. So make sure you have a budget and Make sure you have a deposit ready to lock in 
the rate once that travel agent gives you that proposal. Next, make sure you have communication with your travel agent throughout the process. If you have any questions, bring them up, especially when it comes to terms. Once you get your travel documents, you know, read over them and just discuss everything because the travel agent is your, just like I said before, it is your connect in the industry. It's almost like your friend. Well, he or she should be your friend. It's more than business. You are creating memories. So make sure that you communicate any questions uh, you have, especially when it comes to the terms, the terms between you and the travel agent and the terms between you and the travel supplier. Some things that usually come up as payment terms. When are the balances due if, if the vacation is on a payment plan or what are the sometimes I get, you know, where is my shuttle? Who's picking me up? Where to look for making sure that if they ask for an ocean view room, that it's shown on the travel documents and, you know, pointing things out. Those are great ways to best use a travel agent to talk with them, to discuss, because you're not just calling any 1-800 number. You're just talking to your personal contact. Now, my last tip on how to best use a travel agent is when you, we've already gone through vetting, planning, the history of the travel agent. It's when you get back the follow-up. You need to tell the travel agent how you felt about the vacation, what you like, what you dislike, all that information you need to talk with your travel agent. So when he or she is ready to design your vacation, they know what you'd like and dislike from your prior vacation. And this is all important. So make sure you always follow up with your travel agent after your vacation. If they're a good travel agent, they should be calling you as soon as you get back. They may give you a day or two to recover. Or if you're like me, I'm calling you the next day and <laughs> to, because I want everything that's fresh on your mind. So if not, and they should give you a, a quick little survey, you know, a brief questionnaire survey just to kind of get an idea of your vacation experience. And that's a good thing, too, just in case you didn't have time to talk to them, that you could at least fill out that survey because it helps for future vacations as well. Well, I hope you uh, got some value out to out of this episode because it's something that I think this need to be said, especially I feel that a lot of people will be using travel agents after this COVID-19 based on some of their past experiences. But I just really wanted you to get an idea on how best to use a travel agent. Once again, this is Belvin uh, with the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. But remember to contact me because you deserve a luxury vacation. Have a great one. Hey, busy professionals. Thank you for listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. This helps other busy professionals like yourself find the podcast. If you want help planning a luxury vacation, please visit ShowtimeTravel.com. 
Also, you will be able to get more valuable tips and behind the scenes footage by following me on social media. You can find me on YouTube under Showtime Travel, LinkedIn under Belvin Baldwin II, Instagram under Showtime Travel, and my personal Luxury Travel by Belvin. Thanks again, and remember, you deserve a luxury vacation. Thank you.